Yo, what's going on, Eternity Living Fam? We back. Got another episode. Um, today, man, listen, today we have uh a dope guest, a dope guest to the show, to the podcast. And I'm glad I get a chance to sit down with this young man. Um, it's been a minute since I've seen him in person, you know, and it's been a minute since we talked, but I'm I'm thankful for good hearted people like that that's willing to, you know, still rock out with you no matter what. So before we get into it, I just want to share this clip with you all. And then we're going to get into it. Here we go. Rose? Uh, so you guys want to pledge yourselves to Sigma Alpha Cap? Listen, let's get right to it, man. We got y'all little hills in the building, everybody. What's good, boy? Man, listen, I'm feeling good, man. As you know, man, I just been busy, man. You know, just trying to get to it as an entrepreneur, man. It's definitely a tough world out here, but I'm doing it, man. And so we out here just trying to make things happen, man. How you been, man? I'm doing good, dude. I mean, can't really complain, you know, just uh, trying to make things happen, you know, drumming, filming, and like, you know, being in the city, always, everything's always moving. So trying to stay busy, you know. Oh, it's, it's, it's Jalil too. Like, uh, oh yeah, Jalil, Jalil, Jalil. We got it. We got it. Yeah, man. And so when you say the city, bro, like, where? What city are you in? I know you're in New York, but let the people know where you at. Um, I'm from Brooklyn. Brooklyn in the building, everybody. Brooklyn in the building. Listen, let's go back in time. So how did we meet, man? You remember how we met? Yeah, it was at uh, my church, uh, Berean Baptist Church. Uh, shout out uh, to Berean, my home church. Uh, I was, um, we literally did a, uh, you hear me okay? Yeah, everything good, bro. Good. So I think for the church anniversary, uh, you were the, y'all were the guest church and you came, y'all were the guest band. I think you played uh, Keys. Yeah. And I just remember uh, sitting on the side watching y'all play, like, yo, these musicians are killing it. Like, y'all were like, and I felt like, you know, I'm more, being from Berean, there's always like amazing, uh, great musicians, and it was really great seeing amazing musicians from another state. And like, yo, I remember your drummer just just chopping out, like, y'all jamming out. It felt it felt really cool to see, you know, the great um that y'all style and like how y'all how y'all worship. And it was just you know it was cool. And you were great people. We reached out, and we connected. And I think you also got say for the block party that year too. And yeah, epic, so epic, epic. You know. So you know, y'all, y'all, y'all definitely vibe to the cookout always. So uh, you know, but um, uh, I think that's how we met, like you know, connected. I think I was young too. I think I was in high school. I think yes, like, sir. it was great to like network and like meet and like connect with another musician. I think that was like, you know, especially from like over like different like state lines. You feel me? So right. No, that moment was definitely dope because, like, honestly, bro, like I was excited. I was excited. The reason why I was because. Something in me always wanted to be from Brooklyn. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not lying, bro. Like something, like even right now, like I always tell people, they be like, "Yo, where's one space you want to like move into?" You know, like one place if you can go, you will go. I said Brooklyn for a year. 
Brooklyn for a year. I want to go to Brooklyn for a year. And the reason why is because when we came up, um, when we came up to perform, yo, the energy was just so dope. Like it was like a movie. So when I came and you know the block party, we outside. I see kids running around the basketball park right across the street. Yeah. I saw my man like in some overalls and a white tee, dreadlocks. He was like just dope. It was like almost sitting on a stoop in a movie, bro. It was unreal. And so that moment was big for me, honestly, to come to the city and play. You never know who's watching, you know? And so to come up there and play, Berean Baptist is a huge church up there. You know, so many members. And just to be in that environment, like, it was scary, but it was also fun, man. Mm. And so, man, just coming and then meeting you. I remember initially, like, we started talking, man, and you were just telling us how you loved the band and how we how, how good of a job we did. But then, like, we saw you playing drums as well, and we supported, you know? And, like, we told you, like, it's not about all that other stuff, bro. It's about doing what you can do mm. and you getting the job done. And so, like, bro, just to see you playing drums and something you love, which – your career is crazy right now as well. So we're going to get into that. But just seeing you in your beginning stages and you was already chopping it up outside mm-hmm. of the drum set. But just for me to be able to see you in the element, man, I knew that you was good people. I wanted to connect with you as well. And like lifetime type st- situation, you know, so I know life happens. You don't really chop it up too much, man. But it's good to be here again with you having this conversation, breaking bread and mm-hmm. just uplifting each other, man. So definitely, man. Nah, thank you, man. Appreciate that, man. Like, you know, I'm I'm glad to like be here and and uh, also chop it up. Like, I know you you, you and your people's like always like reached out and, like over the years you definitely been supporting me. Was, like definitely reaching out like on different texts and everything. So, man, I appreciate you, dude. So we like you know someone like always like looks to support. Awesome. Like, I'm glad to be here. So. Yeah, you know it, man. That's how it's always gonna be. And so let's get into it, man. Like, so first you from Brooklyn. You know, I got to talk jump, too. You know, Brooklyn Steppers, if you're going to listen to this podcast, yeah, just know. I'll be K-Steppers. Hey, hey, you know it. Hey, listen. Hey, man, it was fun going up against them. I know we had that conversation before, man. Like, when I was in high school, we marched against them. We competed. Us and Hillside combined together for a sure. damn all-star band. Okay. And it was pretty sick. It was sick, man. Like, they sound so good. I ain't even going to lie. Like, it sounded good, man. But um, that was just a, a fun time um, coming up. And, um, like, so how did your experience start as far as you, you know, playing drums or whatever? Where did that passion come from? When did you start? So I remember, like, always loving the drums since I was, like, three years old and seeing my godmother playing the drums in church at Berean and being like, oh, that's really cool. I love the rhythm of the beat. And then seeing my cousin, uh, who's very very talented musician, uh, him him playing the drums at a very young age, and him like really having great style and rhythm, and you know always grooving, and like seeing that really inspired me to like always play. And then when I was about in the fifth grade, I remember uh, looking up a lot of drum covers, different songs. I mean, I say maybe like. like figure out if I could play set this way and then and I remember uh joining my drum line I was young at the time to join the drum line I was 11 years old and they put me on cymbals uh my band director uh Byron uh Benton mm-hmm. Dr. Byron Benton and uh he you know believed in me as a the youngin and uh really put me on to this new life like of, of drumming and it opened the doors for me in so many ways so after cymbals I Play tenor and after tenor, okay. 
the snare, and then I also do so many different things. I, I play in the New York Giants drum line, the G line. I I work on a different uh, drum line uh, groups on the city. Um, you know, BK Steppers, uh, Black Fire Percussion. Um, and it's really cool to be in this drum community, especially with my solo show that uh, uh, at the show style snare drum I recently doing all these groceries and just you know all that started with a program that was like we're gonna do this to give young people a skill and not mm-hmm. for, for, for me and uh, for a lot of my peers I think it's opened a lot of doors for us so I'm, I'm really grateful how everything started you know man listen I can't let you skip over this man it's two things that you said the first thing was the New York Giants, which we're going to get back to that one, right? But the mentorship aspect of somebody coming to you like, hey, we're going to do this for the youth. And then, you know, as a youth, you took it on, you trusted it. And now you see what it turned into. Like, that's amazing. And to my people that's out here that's thinking about mentorship, make sure you do it for the right reason, too. Mm-hmm. Like, don't mentor these young you know, bucks out here and then expect something back from them as well. Like, do it from a kind heart. And um, it, yeah. it's going to go far, you know, because kids are looking for opportunity. And, you know, honestly, that's something that I'm looking to do. I'm looking to provide opportunity as well. So it's big that you say that. So now people see. But now we're talking New York Giants, man, like understanding like, hey, that's New York still, you know, in the play on the drum line, you know, on a Sunday mm-hmm. out there. Like, what is that experience like? What is that? Oh, it's, it's really amazing, you know, uh, to play for a professional football team, uh, the part of the drum line, and for play for the fans. It's, it's, it's just a surreal experience, man, because, like, uh, I started in high school. So speaking of mentors, uh, my um, my other uh, drum line uh, mentor, uh, Ben Nadler, he, you know, he put on a lot of us to a lot of gigs in the in the industry. And I, and I mean, industry meaning a lot of gigs and, uh, you know, drum line community and teaching us different skills and everything. So he was a really big mentor in, in my life. And, uh, you know, him uh, putting me on to get to the New York Giants drum line. It's very exhilarating, uh, always hyping up the fans and making sure they're good, they're, they're nice and ready to see a great, exciting game. And yeah, yeah. The game, you know, we're hyping them up and, like, you know, they're, they're going home cheering. And it's cool because you really see people like really enjoy when you're when you're marching. You see people come up, you know, kids playing your drums or like you know, you, and you're chanting with the fans like "Let's go Giants!" And it's it's cool. And like you know, I remember doing it so young. I started when I was 18 years old, and like, I was still in, I was a senior in high school. And like people yeah. come up to me like, like man, you, you in high school doing this? It's great. Like my friends were like telling me in school like that's so wild that I can do it. And I, I'm just I feel really blessed to have. There's an amazing opportunity, so it's, it's it's really great. It's so awesome. So, so. Right. Now I got to put you on the spot. I got to put you on the spot. Are you a Giants fan? <laughs> <laughs> I got to put you on the spot. Let's go Giants. 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 And no, for real. So that's dope, man. And then, like, like moving forward, man, I know you started doing some videos yourself, too. And I think – your marketing is good, bro. Like finding different spots around the city or whatever. And then you playing, you know, rhythms and, you know, so many dope rhythms. If you understand drumming, you know, just the rudiments that you use and just the showmanship is, is real dope, man. And so 
I know, like, your video started blowing up, man. Like, what was that like as far as, like, people really starting to watch you and you getting the feedback from the people? Yeah, well, it started, I remember, before my junior year of high school. And I there's a, in, in the in the show style, Snare Drummy Road is a community of drummers, New York City all over. Um, and I was seeing a lot of people post videos and – I kept looking at people post videos, and I'm like, oh, I, I could, you know, drum and post videos, too. So then I started uh, doing some on small videos, just my drum pad, and just, like, you know, something chill. And then I started adding music. And then with my film background, you know, also being a filmmaker, uh, going to a film high school, and uh, going to purchase for majoring in, in film, and, you know, adding that concept to it, involving the process um and that really started with uh i want to say sophomore year when i really got on the grind with it um i knew i wanted to make more and more drum videos and my friend eva von who i still work with to this very day uh i remember at the end of our freshman year of college he was like i want to get better at camp he wants to get better at camera work i'm like cool uh you, you shoot you're shooting on my, my you're shooting on my drum videos and right. we just went off and made a lot of projects together um, he produced uh, two of my shorts, um, you know, and he, uh, you know, for him, it, it was great collabing with the drum videos, though. Um, I feel like it was just a, a way of me to express myself through song and through videos. I try to add, like, a little bit of something, like, humor sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I even, like, when I did the drum skit of uh, it was something, like, when you're drumming and your roommate is, like, on a Zoom class, something like that. I don't know, just like even like writing that, it was just fun. And uh, I think I I, I want to find a way to take these videos in a different direction and, you know, be a part of this big uh, drumline uh, community, you know, and also like, you know, making my mark with it. Right. And I believe it's going to happen, man. And like, I'm glad you. I'm glad you said what you said. You know, it's bigger than drumming. Like you was a, you are at their filmmaker as well. And then also... I can't skip this. Having somebody that's on your team that sees your vision or really wanting to see you successful and they come to you and they willing to help. Cause yeah. a lot of people nowadays want to skip that. Like so many people want a handout. Oh, let me, let me ask for money. I ain't going to do it unless it's money involved, like whatever. Like it's dope to have people that's on your team. You know, I have somebody like that with me, yeah. you know, who they not asking for a dollar, but they create and, you know, and shout out because people don't know this and shout out to my listeners, but we just started a record label. Oh, congrats. That's correct. Congrats. Yes, sir. So I'm, how your vibes with the same person? Yeah. You know, that was the beauty of college, you know, uh, you know, it's like the, the team I made, uh, my two, my two short films, um, you know, now all this being in the entertainment film industry and like, you know, making money from it. And, uh, you know, being able to like create and uh, do things, I feel like you gotta keep keep those people around. You know, because like you know, those other people, you're your close collaborators. And you know, I feel so blessed to go to a school like SUNY Purchase that has so many great collaborators and artists that you know I create projects with and uh, you know I collaborate with and you know just great minds. You know, and just continue to have that connection and like also other connections around the city. It's beautiful. It's yeah, the support. You know it, man. And so one thing you said, too, you want to go back and help out 
you know the city, man. That's pretty big. That's that's big. A lot of some some people don't do that. Somebody some people make it, then they like forget it. I made it. I'm gonna live my life. But you have a heart to still go back to help somebody just like you was. Yeah. I feel big. like yeah, it's a lot. Um, I feel like there's a lot I want to accomplish. Um, you know, uh, and I think there's a lot I want. I, I want to get done, and I feel like uh, when you collaborate with people on a project bigger than you. Uh, so many things can flourish from that. Um, I just look at, you know, great film mentors like, you know, Spike Lee and like mm-hmm. how he started his uh, production company. And, uh, you know, he made his film, She's Gotta Have It. I think I was listening to an interview with his editor, <clears throat> Barry uh, Brown. And he said, you know, She's Gotta Have It. Like a lot of people, a lot of uh, their collaborators wouldn't have uh, careers without it. And, you know, how that really made the path. And not only Spike Lee and his team, but for other people's team, you know, a lot of people said they wanted to be filmmakers. They didn't say like do the right thing or something, you know? So I think when you see things like that and how it can happen, even coming from Purchase College and our alumni, how Hartley, he was an independent filmmaker in the nineties. Yeah. He put on a lot of, you know, he worked with a lot of great actors and, you know, he really, you know, worked with a lot of phenomenal people like E.B. Falco to, to name one who's a phenomenal actor still working. And, you know, it was great. I feel like it, it was just awesome. But I remember it was at a, I remember we see we see alumni like great people doing this. You kind of want to be believing in yourself. So, you know, I, I and understanding how how people are so talented and like how you know who have so many gifts and you know we're on this planet to like you know make a really yeah. do something. Yeah. And you know, I I really feel blessed that I. I uh, I collaborate with people and get to do this. It's, it's beautiful. Right, man. And, and you definitely give due to where you're supposed to give it to, man. You shout out your people. You always tagging them as well. And I think that's big to do that. You know, definitely the people that's helping you or have, you know, kind of put you on to some gigs and stuff like that as well. You know, just giving them that credit because, you know, you never want to be a I did it myself or it was me, 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 me. Like, you know, you got it. You got it. People help people. You know, and so to get that credit is big. And speaking of, man, I know you came across some some great opportunities as well, like these commercials, man. Let's mm-hmm. let's talk about it. You know, one that I saw, you know, a while back was what Best Buy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. So let's talk about that. How how did you get in this Best Buy commercial, man? And I saw you got FaceTime too, so that's that's dope. Yeah, thank you, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, so with the Best Buy commercial. So speaking with the. You know the purchase uh they call it the purchase mafia the filmmakers actors you know a lot of art people um who got a lot of alumni you know in the film acting uh world it's called the purchase mafia so uh one uh, alumni reached out to me and he said um you know i'm working on a commercial with best buy and do you want to audition i'm like yeah that's fine. i would love to audition and i go to the city audition at their office and actually, you know, I, I auditioned on the roof of a Manhattan office. So, like, you see the whole sky, like, the whole skyline of Manhattan. You feel like, and mind you, the drum is loud. It's a port snare. So, like, mm-hmm. like imagine that fills up the air and all you see this Manhattan skyline. It just looks so beautiful. It's like, wow, my sound is filling the city. So, yeah. that was great. And then, um, so I auditioned and then I wait a bit thinking, okay, Maybe I didn't. If I didn't get it, I don't know. Maybe, and then she reached out saying, "Yes, I got it." I was like, cool. I was it was awesome. And the great thing about that gig, um, 
when I got on set, I remember I mentioned I was I went to I go to at the time I went to purchase and people were like mm -hmm. purchase purchase purchase. There's so many purchase alumni working on that set, so it really felt really awesome to collaborate with these guys and like That's even we, yeah you know we all went to the same college and you know maybe not at the same time but like we were saying the same thing because we have a big festival called culture shock we're like who came here here who came here here what what like talk about different uh experiences like, especially in a professional setting and it was you know great being on that set uh it was it was cool um it felt wild like hope like, yo, this is, this is like i'm like yo lord this is really a, a best commercial yeah. god is great you know and it was um it was, it was really awesome and i and i was proud of being being in and uh shout out to the people who put me on it was it was awesome it was great man that's dope man brother, I, I couldn't drive at the time so shout out to my brother who drove me to the site yeah hey listen that's that's dope bro like i said having people in your corner man it's it makes everything worth it too like it's like the humble foundation of going through things and then seeing how things are still happening you know like or how you made it, bro. It's, it's 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 definitely dope, bro. Definitely dope. And um, I got I got one thing, man. I don't know about this roof situation in Manhattan, man. Y'all got some pretty tall buildings out there in New York. I ain't no roof type of guy, bro. I would have been up there nervous, hands sweaty. Nah, it was <laughs> no, like it. I should probably explain it. It was like a very big roof. Like mm -hmm. I felt very secure. We weren't like wilding. Like it was like we like yeah yeah yeah. No, <laughs> like nah. Like it was. I couldn't explain that. It was a very secure roof, and you like you could see the city. I, you could see the entire city around you, and mm -hmm. I feel like I'd never seen Manhattan like that. So I went to uh, Academy for Career Intelligent and Film in Long Island City. Now in Long Island City, you have a really great view of the skyline so i saw that every day in high school now um auditioning at the moment auditioning at uh for the best buy commercial i'm literally seeing the city from within you feel me mm -hmm. and you see all the tall buildings around you you know you feel like the sound was like captivating it so yeah i should have explained that a little bit but like what we were here uh, yeah, it was good i feel you hey listen secure it or not man it's something about heights that get me bro like we start talking about skydiving, bungee jumping. Listen, my oh, hands are sweaty, bro. Oh, dude, skydiving is a different experience, dude. Um, mm -hmm. I went before, and I'm I'm hoping to go again. That's it's really. So, it's, what was that experience like, bro? With skydiving, yeah, like what was going through your head the first time you did it, bro? <laughs> I I'm not gonna hold you the first time. I was in the plane. And I was like, yo, we going past the clouds, man. <laughs> like, oh, I was man. Like, my bad, but um. It, it, it went pretty high in the air, and uh, at first, like when we jumped off the plane, I closed my eyes. I was like, "Oh, it's kind of like I felt the wind and everything." And I thought, "Nah, I paid good money for this." So I opened my eyes and I saw. It, it was it was a beautiful experience, you know. Um, you definitely pray a lot before you go up there, but um, <laughs> you know, but it, I think it, it, it was cool. It was fun, hey. um, and I had a had a had a good time, man. I'm I'm yeah. How fast did you drop? Because, you know, the videos give us illusion that it takes a lot of time to get from that plane to the ground. But as I hear you, it takes, like, a couple of seconds or, like, a minute or something to get out. How I was that? I would say I want to say I was in the air for at least, I don't want to say five minutes. I, it could have been longer. I, we were dropping for a minute, and then we landed right by, like, we landed right by, like, the, um, in the, in the grass area, like, by, by where we took off. Um. I mean, I feel like I've been in the air for a minute. I think I think it's like the dropping and then the parachute, and you just and they're just like looking. It's fun. It, it's really I. 
if you're scared of heights, I get it. And like the like you know they do mm-hmm. kind of waiver all that stuff. Um, I think I'm talking too much about this. But, uh, oh, you good? You good? You good? But uh, yeah, I think uh, skydiving it's it's fun. I it's it's cool. Safety it, it, it makes sure you're safe. But uh, I had a good time. But I, I get it. Just so do you not like roller coasters? Um, no, I like roller coasters. I'm straight on that. Okay. Now, now, yeah, upside down. High drops, I'm good. You know what gets me? Yeah, the high, you know the one that you strap in like this and you go up like that one. Uh-huh. That one always got. I'm. You, it gets me because this feeling your stomach is like the pressure right there. And also, I'm on the on my senior trip in high school. Mm-hmm. I had like these big rock earrings, like they were they were good and they were cool earrings. And I went on them, and I kid you not, gravity pulled something. It came up the whole both earrings. Boom! I could not find it. I didn't even look to find it too. I was like, I lost that in the sky. It's over. Like there's no. So I was like, like it dropped down. You be like, here you go. <laughs> I got him. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's t- that's tough, bro. That's yeah. tough. So like, man, listen. So adrenaline rushes, right? Like, so I saw it was one particular performance, man, and your Instagram went crazy as far as what you reposted. But the performance with Little Nas X, bro, mm-hmm. like. How was that experience? Now, one, you know everything that was going on around that time, right? So you got your political views and you got whatever. But then just the fact that you were able to play in that performance on that massive drum line or band experience. Yeah. Like, walk us through that. Like, how was that? Did y'all practice a lot? Like, what was it like? Yeah. Uh, so for that gig, I had to audition for that, actually. So I remember... I got reached out to from the, from the band director of uh, Brooklyn Lions Drumline. Shout out Steph, and he reached out to me, being like, "Hey, VMAs are auditioning for a little for a little Nas X performance, uh, drumming, uh, being part of a band. Here's the address." So me, a lot of my drum friends, we we went there and we auditioned for it, and we got a call back the next day. We we're like, "Oh, that's great, that's awesome," and then I remember. Uh, you know, we were going over the choreography. They put my brother and I in the front, and we we're like, "Yeah, y'all two are gonna be in the front, leading Lil Nas X out." And then, when you're in the moment, you're just in. The, you're just like, "I'm just trying to learn the moves and practicing." I was, I was, when I went after rehearsal, you know, I was just practicing the moves, everything at home, everything. <laughs> Make sure everything was good, and uh, went to Barclay Center for dress rehearsal and like leading. Little Nas, and first of all, he he is a it's he's a cool guy. He, he was very nice. He was very mm-hmm. cool. Uh, you know, he was, spoke to the band. He was doing a little. Thing. I remember it was cool. My brother and I were we were going over the choreography. Then we turn around, we see Little Nas X having a, a a dance battle with the rest of the band. It, it, was, it, was, it was fun. But uh, you yeah. know, so when we did, I remember performing in that moment, like on that day, uh, just just like you know. Cause it was a huge stage. I didn't realize how big it was until after the performance. But like, I remember going out on that stage, just being in the moment, just like this is choreography. Like, it's just we're part of this big band. We're let's just do it. I didn't even realize. I didn't even. Uh, I mean, I knew I was in front, but I was like, let me just focus on this. You know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Afterwards, just being like, oh, we performed like at this really big thing, and it was. And I feel really blessed, and I'm. I feel blessed for all the connections. You know who, you know who made that happen, and uh. You know, I felt like uh, people were reaching out to me, being like, "Oh my gosh, it was awesome! That was great!" Uh, you know, my my former my college, Burgess College, and people who still went through was reaching out. Um, and 
it was just it was just fun to see like you know all the support and everything you know but that was a, a huge moment <laughs> that was a really wild moment now man like you said that's a huge performance but listen you're not hey the big screen is where you used to be man listen because i was scrolling on your instagram and i come across a picture and i want to ask you about this madison square garden Okay. Send you a picture on a big jumbos trying in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Yo, ethic, ethic. <laughs> so my Come drum, on, man. My drumline, uh, Berean Community Drumline, shout out BCD. We did a performance at the Liberty Game, and I still have the basketball they gave us, it was really awesome. And uh, mm-hmm. that Madison Square Garden, and I remember when we were doing the performance, that picture was at the, the very last note. And I remember, uh, so that's my brother right next to me. Okay. Uh, and I remember, like the the choreo- the movement was we we move up and we just like stand still for really nice stare like you know stare down face and literally so then we're like you know nice finishing face cool and then I'm like I saw a cameraman in front and I was like yo I'm going to steal right down that camera and my brother saw me walk up towards that camera he's like Jaleel's gonna go to that camera let me go towards that camera with him and I think the last thing was. Boom, 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 pop, 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 boom, pop, boom, pop, boom, pop, and it's like straight into the camera. I just remember the cameraman being like, "Yeah, this is beautiful." That was that's tough. Do you get nervous in front of cameras? Like, have you ever got nervous in front of cameras? Oh yeah, definitely. I feel like in the beginning, but uh, um, I feel like you do get nervous a bit sometimes, but um. I, I try to take the nervousness and try to add it to the performance somehow. Just being like, I right, maybe I can turn this, be, t- take this and be more personable. Just really focus on my part. Um, but I thought, you know, like the nerves did come a little bit for the VMAs, but I said, but like I, I stopped. The nerves went away when I really focused on like I hit the task at hand. Like this is, this is it. And then, uh, you know, I think that, I think uh, over the years of performing, performing, and uh, you know being in front of people, I think the nerves get more calm and you get to put those nerves towards your performance and get to, you know, bring out more energy and be, be able to, you know, be more personal with the crowd. You know, just, have, just having fun with it, honestly. I mean, that's like the big thing to get over nervousness, just having fun with the performance. When you say be amazed, man, it sounds like a million people in that building, man. <laughs> there were a lot of folks, man. A lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of people. I don't know if there were a million, but there were a lot of people. A lot of people. Right. Yo, that's dope, man. And um, let me see. Let me see. About this fashion show. So the oh. fashion show video when y'all was playing drums. Yeah. First off, that's epic to be at a fashion show like that mm-hmm. and, like, seeing the garments. I'm very much into fashion as well. I, like, look at it even though, you know, high fashion, you know, I ain't really out here booming in or whatever trying to purchase it but it's dope to see the concepts and ideas that these people come up like mm-hmm. even you know the Kanye's and all these other people that do, that do these fashion show and then Louis Vuitton and so forth so on but to actually experience it up close firsthand and you doing what you love to do like what was kind of going through your head in that moment as well you know or what was the preparation for that uh so I got um reached out to by a uh, uh, uh friend and uh, a colleague, um, Jalen, who's a phenomenal drummer. He just on Broadway drumming for the For Color Girls. Uh, mm. a, a phenomenal, phenomenal drummer. He reached out to me being like, hey, you want to do this Pierre Moss fashion show? 
and he explained the gig and I was like, yeah, I would love to do it. And uh, I remember just feeling like, cause I'm, I, um, cause I remember uh, like, how can I fit into this? How can I play? I remember my friend Martin um, from Purchase, he also was doing the gig and mm-hmm. playing on, he had bucket drums and he brought a cymbal. Like the the hi hat, uh, it was like a hi hat lot like uh, like that sounds a lot in like rap and trap music, and mm-hmm. I, I I wish I uh had the name of it. I had the holes in it, little holes, circles in it. Um, the name can't it's, it's uh not on it on me right now. But so uh he gave me that hi hat to play and like hey man I like, just like keep like a good snare beat. So I feel like I got to really like fit into playing it and you know and I felt very comfortable. And then going to the event itself, black excellence all over the place, dude. Like, see, like Elaine Brown, who's part of the Black Panther Party and who's a, a civil rights activist, her, her speech was powerful. I still listen to her speech from time to time when I'm feeling down and when I understand, like, where should we go from here? Like, she opened her, her speech saying, um, all power to all the people. Mm-hmm. Power to the people. Now he said that. Where do we go from here? And the quote from Martin Luther King, and she really, you know, it, and I'm to, to um people listening to this podcast who haven't heard it. Um, Pierre Ma's fashion show, uh, 2021. Uh, the link, like, well, the whole show was amazing uh, with the tour. Um, but Lane Brown's speech was really phenomenal, and the the be in the building, it felt very right. It was like, you know, it felt very like. Uh, I'm here for a reason and you know to be around all these great people making history that day uh you know and to see kirby um you know john raymond to like have his vision come to life and also himself being from brooklyn it was, it was really great to see all that and uh it was awesome you know met some great people there uh it, it was just like and the experience was cool the chemistry between the band and the singers were great um dancers you know, dancers were great too and whole production team and it, it was just really great and i you know shout out to dario who was um the head of the you know he, he, he was uh um one of the creative directors of, of the fashion show and, and the band and the and the music and you know mm-hmm. it was really cool like seeing a lot of people's vision and work come to life and it was great to be around like you know all that black excellence in history and it was at madam cj walker's estate and it was just like to be in that building in that location was just phenomenal. Yeah, man. Listen, it it sounded like you took it in, man. Like, I okay. mean, I can't imagine being around a, a lot of prolific people like that, or yeah, um, you know, hearing certain things like that as well, man. That's. What's called the uh, it's called Pierre Moss Fashion Show. You said P P P Y E R P Y E R M O S P Y. Yeah, uh, M O S S. And yeah, it was just phenomenal to be, you know, around all that, like in the summer, and like that's right when I graduated, and oh, suit was fire. Like the suit, like, I was, it was an all white suit. I was very nervous to not get it dirty, and I think I did a pretty good job. Um, but it was, it was fun. It, it was a really fun experience. It was, it was a really <laughs> mind blowing experience. Show. It was great. So those costumes were were. Was it like a high designer, or were they given to you? Like, nah, we didn't get it. 
I'll say this. I, I didn't get to keep the suits from Pierre Moss, but I did get to keep um I did get to keep uh uh one they sent a t shirt, so shout out to them. They're they're really great. And also I did get to keep uh the hat from and the jacket from uh the VMAs. So I don't know when I'm gonna pop out with that again. Like, like maybe I want to. I I don't even want to do it for a costume party. Just randomly, just like show up to Starbucks one day in that hat and just just, just stand up, just be like, just <laughs> take the drum and then just start going crazy. Yeah, nah, that that jump would be dope, man, for real. Nah, just just hope they don't kick you out or ban you, bro. Oh no, nah, <laughs> no, nah, I feel like a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of street performing in the city is, is yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, all day, bro. All day. Now, um, just like going through these different scenarios, working with different people, you know, um, I understand you're a faith guy as well. Um, how important is it for you to keep your faith? And also what allows you to work with people even if they may not be believers or have the same faith as you, like what is the heart posture that you go into um, those gigs or opportunities with? Um, I feel like it's a, it's a great question. The faith has to be within you. And I know that God is looking down and watching out over me and like, like, and, and everything else I've been given in my life. And I know it's, it can't just be a coincidence, so, you know, so I keep my faith. I always pray, um, talk to God, um, stay uh, close to my church and, you know, stay close to, uh, you know, my uh, our relationship with the Lord. Um, and, and, you know, being brought up in the church and, you know, seeing my family uh, worship God, you know, seeing and like, being in the environment, seeing how God has changed so many lives, I think it's it's really important to always remember that. And you got to find your own personal relationship with God. I feel like a lot of people, you know, God is everywhere and He's um, omnipotent and ominent. Um and omnipresent, excuse me. And He, I feel like everyone has a different relationship with the Lord, and you have to find your perfect relationship with the Lord. I hope I said that right. God is omnipotent and and ominous. That, that right? I don't know if that's right. I hope that's right. Um, but God is everywhere. I feel like everyone has to find their own relationship with the Lord. And I feel like how to with people who doesn't have that faith. Actually, one of my best friends from high school, he uh, didn't believe in God. And we never argued at all. Like, we had, like, debates, with, you know, him. And he was actually willing to come to one of my Bible studies to talk about it with uh, the class. And um, I feel like you you, I still, you, you can still pray for people who don't have that, you know, and, you know, I, I still, you know, I, I, um, I feel like it, it, it is all a matter of respect and like you, you, your, uh, they respect your religion and also like you like show love, you know, God says show love to everybody, you know, even people who don't believe, you know, so you, um, always show that love as a, as a Christian and uh you know you keep you keep the peace i feel like you you work with them and like um in the in a professional setting but i think i think it is possible to like work with someone like who doesn't um, have the same faith um yeah right and man that's definitely what this brand is about so to bring awareness you know to your listeners my listeners on what this brand is about 
it is about loving people where they are. Yeah. And also, like, everybody doesn't have the same upbringing. And so everybody would get a chance to know about God or have the opportunity to hear about the word of God. And that's on them to believe or not. But for us, we are called to actually love those people or love thy neighbor as thyself. And so a lot of times we have to reflect in moments and be like, hey, if I was this person, how would I want to be pursued or treated? You know? And so like, if we just walk in love and pure love with good intentions of the heart, you know, you could build a relationship with that person or an unbeliever. And when they ask you about your life, like, why are you so nice? Why are you so forgiving? Why are you so easy going or easy to talk to or whatnot? You're able to express to them then your faith. But a lot of times people try to bash the word on people, bash, 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 like, like, no, you either you believe or not, but then you never got a chance to even know that person. Now, a setting for that would be in church. Okay, if they come to church, okay, do your job. But out here on the streets, like just walk in love. Hey, how you doing? What's your name? Yeah. What do you enjoy doing? Oh, I like that too. And somebody's struggling, like a homeless person. Man, listen, I done talked to so many homeless people before, and definitely when I was in Charlotte. But I have learned stuff from homeless people, and some of these homeless people are very smart. They're intelligent. Some of them are. Some of them their minds are not gone. You just got to be able to have a conversation and they got to be willing to open up to you. But there are some that may not be on that same route. But even outside of that, when it come down to people of, you know, different cultures or, you know, (laughs) relationships, um, men, women, 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 men, men, whatever, you know, even some of those people, that's their lifestyle. But some of those people are looking for a way out too. So you just never know, you know, the conversation. But if you lead with love, bro, like, and just build with people, that's what it's about, bro. That's what it's about at the end of the day. And, like, so thank God for people like you who have a heart of openness to still embrace people no matter where they are in life, you know? You love everybody, man. You got to show respect to everyone. Man. Yeah. That's, that's the rule, man. Like, I feel like, you know, treat you know, the rule, treat people how you want to be treated. And, you know, uh, I feel like in this world, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of peace that... You know, you gotta, you gotta treat people in a nice, kind way. You know, peace is amazing. Peace is important. And, you know, I feel like it doesn't cost anything to be kind to folks, you know. And, like, you know, I feel like acceptance is true, it's real. Now, a lot of people who, um, like, you know, I feel like it's very important to accept everyone for who they are and, like, and that's and always show love, you know. Yeah. And that's true, you know. No, for real, man. And then also, like, just speaking, bro, like, I want to kind of go deeper before we get off of here, man, is this, like, for you. So this segment, I normally call it taking it to the streets, right? Just keeping it 100. What made you give your life to God if you have? And if you haven't, what keeps you believing in him even if you haven't gave your life to him completely? Like, why do you believe in God? Well, I, I gave my life to Christ when I was young. I had to be about seven or eight. I think mm-hmm. seven or eight. And at the time, I remember being baptized because, like, you know, my brother was doing it at the time, my cousin was doing it at the time. 
and you know he joined the church in the church and i remember always being baptized like you know like what did that mean to give your life to christ when, when i went to college and realizing that the position i'm in right now is bigger than me mm. and god has given me a great opportunity and then we dedicated my life to christ to be like i am a child of god I believe in God and I believe in his word. And I think uh I think the reason I feel like I, I, I have faith and I'm a Christian is because I believe that I'm a part of a bigger plan and God has a big plan for me and that all the favor and and, and, and love and he's put into my life, I, I thank him so much for it and you know, like some great families, some great uh, friends, and you know, just great amazing opportunities, and being able to continue to do what I do, and I think it's just it's it's um it's beautiful that and and, and uh I think it's beautiful and like uh I always want to gain a, a better relationship with the Lord and like you know I always keep my faith, but I think understanding that like that uh that God is up there like looking out for me and being dedicated to him and his words. So. Right, man. That's that's beautiful, man. And like the fact that you recognize the opportunities and everything, even outside the opportunity, just your being, you know, and having a loving father. Um, one thing that I'm realizing is that sometimes we look at, you know, God in a different light, you know, depending on circumstance. And one thing he wants us to do is run to him no matter what. Like in the good, run to him. In the bad, run to him. And a lot of times we don't acknowledge him. So that acknowledgement is big, man. And I tell everybody all the time, like on the podcast, like, listen, I'm terrible. I know I'm terrible. You know what I'm saying? But I have a loving father. I'm saved by grace. And I do not want to abuse that grace. But I understand grace, mm-hmm. right? I understand the mercy of it, you know. But, you know, God is constantly changing me. And, like, even doing this podcast, it's, it helps me stay focused, helps, helps me stay on track, you know, to be able to speak and just have a conversation with people in the industry. Now, I know before, and I'm going to just say this while I'm here, this podcast isn't just about athletes because a lot of people saw, you know, people that was athletic, you know, wearing my shorts and stuff like that. It's really for everybody, you know, as for us, actors, filmmakers, basketball players, doctors, lawyers, whatever, who's willing to come on here and speak about the transparency of their life. So the things that they are doing, why they do it, but also the faith purpose. So I'm glad to have you on the show, man, today, man. And before we get off of him, I got to ask one more thing. Like, what is that big moment you want to have in your career if you haven't already had it? I want to create bigger films and projects. Um, yeah, I want to create bigger films, projects, and uh, do a lot of big events and just keep going and you know reaching out to a wider audience and really be able to collaborate with a lot of folks okay that's, that's so, so collaboration and i'm gonna say this so you spoke about you know for color girls right uh yeah uh the Jalen, who uh phenomenal drummer from purchase uh he uh put me onto the pmr he put me onto the pmr stage he just did the flip the, the, the yeah based on Broadway. yeah okay yeah, so, like, my thing is, I be saying you drumming, right? And mm. you be drumming to some heat. Have you ever thought about drumming to a Pharrell song? 
Because, you know, Pharrell is just like, let's talk about producing, you know, but then your showmanship, your rudiments and just your feel of music. Like, have you ever thought about trying to do something like that and tag him in it or? So for, I, I don't think I'm like, I haven't jumped to Pharrell yet. When you said that, I was like, I haven't. Um, yeah, definitely. I love Pharrell. Pharrell's a phenomenal artist. I love what he does. Actually, one of my favorite movies, uh, Dope, is, uh, is, mm. I think it's a movie for it. Um, yeah, I would love to, like, perform to a Pharrell song. Yeah. I yeah. gotta see that one day, bro, for real. I think that'll be lit, bro. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'll, I'm, not, I'm gonna make it happen. I'm gonna start bumping to some Pharrell some more, and, uh, <laughs> be going, you know? Listen, y'all heard it first on the ELB podcast. He about to get right to Pharrell. So when he do it, I'm going to share it. Make sure y'all go blow that thing up, show some love. Also, make sure y'all follow my guy. So where can they follow you at? I'm going to go ahead and put it on the banner for him. Okay. But where can we follow you at? So my Instagram is uh, hypeman underscore hills. Uh, that's mm-hmm. hypeman underscore hills. Uh, my YouTube is Jaleel Hills. And uh, my website is www.jaleelhills.com. Um yeah, I have a collaboration uh, and like um, button at the bottom of my website. So if you want to collab, I own a production company, Hartman Hills Productions. So if you're in New York and you have, you have company needs, what's up? <laughs> Let's collaborate. Let's talk. Um, yeah, so like I definitely this is a really great uh, platform. Uh, this is cool. Um, I love connecting with people, man, like different artists. Um, Random thought. I want to get back to directing music videos. I directed a couple of music videos back in the day, and okay. I did. I, I did one a few years ago, but I want to get back into that. So, any rappers listening in New York City, Hyman Hill Productions, uh, hit me up. Let's uh, let's work. Let's yeah. get it. So, New York, New York, he looking for you. So, listen, we're gonna put that out too. So, just give me that information too. I make sure you know I post it to my social medias as well. Mm-hmm. So that way, you know, you can get to work. But I believe it's going to happen, man. Like, yeah. I definitely believe it's going to happen. Um, you know, different. Uh, I love working with different. Uh, um, anyone who's, like, in the art, like, actors. Um, anyone who's, like, just, just connect you. Like, I love uh, working with different people. And also, thank you so much for having me. And uh, this, is, this is a really great platform, really great, great podcast. And, uh, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad I get to sit down and chop it up, you know. <laughs> Hey, you know it, man, and I'm glad to have you on there. I thank you for the encouragement and the kind words as well. Man, honestly, doing it, I never thought I'd be doing it for real. Um, shout out to my guy, um, B, who actually got me involved in this and set me down on his podcast first and told me, man, like, yo, just do it. You know, and I used to be nervous. So when I asked you about the camera, when I asked you that, that kind of question, like, it's because I'm reflecting on it. Like, yo, I used to be afraid of cameras, not taking pictures. I could flick it up, but when it comes down to talking and speaking, public speaking, being on the mic, seeing, having people see you speak, yeah. right? Nerve wracking. No, I feel that. Like, my church helped me out with that a lot. Um, so in at Berean, I used to uh, deliver the announcements. I used to add my own comedic twist to it, and adding jokes here and there, and like you know, I think that really and doing the welcome and presiding a lot. And I even like you know had the opportunity to like do a sermon one time uh, for Youth Day. And, you know, I think, you know, it's, it's practicing a lot. Public speaking, is, it, it could be hard, but uh, I think uh, a lot of practicing. So I got to shout out to Green Baptist Church and all the great people who put me in position to really practice my public speaking. speaking. Yeah, for real, man. Shout out to Green Baptist. Listen, do you still go there? Yeah, definitely. Heck yeah. 
Thank you. That's my home church right there. I got to pull up then. So whenever I get up there to the city, I'm going to come through for a service for real. I'm going to have to slide through and make sure you do that, man, for real. Yeah, man. But um, any message to the inspiring drummers, actors, film writers, artists? You know, I, you say, I feel like it's, yeah, uh, I'm still trying to figure it out. man. <laughs> I'm not, not going to hold you, but I feel like one thing I could say is, you know, just staying true to your art and believing what you want to do and just trying to put your best foot forward. I think that's the best thing when it comes to this industry and then and uh with the best thing that comes to uh making art and collaborating and just, you know being a working artist. Uh it could it definitely has its struggles and it could be hard at times, but I feel like this is rewarding and it's a really great thing to do. So just keep going and just stay on the right track and just always, you know, just stay true to your art. Stay true to what you want to do. Always stay true. Yes, sir. Well, listen, man, that's going to conclude this podcast. I'm glad I have my guy on, man. Like I said, um, I'm glad we was able to catch up. We definitely will catch up off of here as well. So, you know, this is not going to be the only time I speak to him. Listen, this is, listen, we back, we on it, you know, and I, 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 I want to continue to encourage you and all that you do, man. And it's a blessing to see you come. From you know a young a young man you know to a grown adult now and how you're flourishing in your life and just continue to have a heart to give back man and keep being a great person you know so all day and before we get out of here for my listeners remember to live is to love as to love is to live so remember to always keep your heart open keep your eyes open keep your heart open you never know what somebody is going through and, you know, whether they up or down, just make sure you love on somebody. Also, today, tell somebody you love them because somebody may need it. Um, I know it's the evening time, but listen, your call, your smile, your hug, your encouragement of make somebody's day right now. So make sure you get to that. Also, y'all can follow Eternity Living Brand. I'm at Eternity Living Brand um, on Instagram. Uh, Twitter is Eternity5. Um, and then you got Facebook, Eternity Living brand as well and if you want to follow me personally it's t.austin22 so listen we out man make sure y'all love somebody and i love y'all